So if we talk about a transgender person, if she wants to transition, I'll break up with her. I okay to be together because we don't have sex. Huh? This traps your settings, yeah. Is your partner doing the bare minimum? And should you stay? This is your daily catch-up. I have an announcement to make. <gasps> John Paul's really sad. Uh. Why? Because more than 50% of you watching are not subscribed to the Daily Catch-Up. <laughs> so, come on, don't make him cry already. La. He cried a lot in, on his own time. So, <laughs> <laughs> just like, subscribe. Just takes less than one second. Do it. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. And we'll get on to the episode. What are you doing? He's an emotional man. <laughs> He's an emotional mess. I actually recently just had this conversation with my partner. So I was asking her like, if like hypothetically, if I change sex, like is she okay? Then she said, and then she will be very concerned about whether I am sure this is what I want. But then she will not break up with me. But to me, it's like, if she wants to transition, and sure I go ahead, I support you as a friend, right? But I will break up with her. Like having sex with a man really turns me off. Yeah. Yeah, like I just cannot. <laughs> like your sexuality is really like cemented in already. La. Yeah, that's and why like, I like Jompo. Hey! <laughs> I have thought about it before. I think I won't stop loving. I okay to be together because I can forgo like you just don't have sex or maybe. And then like maybe- Why cannot have sex? That's my question. So in this situation, the yeah. boyfriend has transitioned into a girl and wants to have sex with girls. Yeah, yeah. So the boyfriend still want to be with her, but she, but she, she cannot. <laughs> no, you I can keep it. I think a plastic no, bag. No. Okay, I think, <laughs> I think I cannot promise that I will still be attracted to you, but I will still love you. And then whether we are still want to be together or like explore different options, then I feel like it's an open thing. So you will stay. I will stay, but I would. We would lay the rules for the openness. But where do you think the conflict might arise? Because before he transitioned, I attracted to him. But after transition, I don't know how my body or my mind will react. Because now I say, right, maybe next time I see already, I different, like sexually. Oh, okay, okay, but okay, I okay. still love the person. Ma. Yeah. But then if he suddenly do the voice change, maybe I'll be a bit like... Thrown off. Thrown like off. not yeah, used to I, it. I, I will yeah, feel yeah. attracted to that person because I fall in love with the... Original. Previous, yeah. I think quite similar. Because I'm also a bit... Don't know whether I also like girls kind of person right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so I, I'm thinking, as in, if, if, if he wants to have a sex change, right, maybe I will not be attracted to him, sexually attracted to him, not because I uh, want the dick or whatever, but- You cannot say that off-brand, off-brand. Oh, you think he um, won't be attractive as a girl? Uh? <laughs> wow, this traps your <laughs> settings. Oh, yeah. The thing I like um, the most about him, right, is his chest. So if he has to boobs after that, right? Then I don't know whether no I will. Boobs. 
Yeah, he keep the chest, but everything else changed. <laughs> no, I think okay. Oh. Think so the line was the chest. <laughs> that was it. Because that's what I'm attracted to, uh, like about him, like sexually. I don't mm. think I'll be as brave as you, as you guys. <laughs> I'm not brave. I break up. Yeah, so oh, she's yeah. The one that will okay, break okay. Up, yeah. I'm, I'm on Team Denise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I, yeah, because I am 102% sure that I'm straight and that I never in my lifetime I will. How you know? I love boobs too much. <laughs> <laughs> As simple as it is. An honest man. Hey, let's give it to him. Honest. So, so actually, there are two of them at the same camp. We both want the chest. As long as the chest retain, everything else okay. No, no, no. It's also the whole sexual thing. And I feel that sexual chemistry is very, very important in like a relationship. It's like, it's a essential component of it. Right. Yeah, it takes out like 20% of the whole grade. La. These are fake numbers. <laughs> I never calculate properly. Yeah, I never calculate properly. I never calculate properly. But like, yeah. It is a component that I would like in a, in a relationship. So like, if they are now a man, <laughs> then, uh, then the sexual compa- compatibility is off radio. But I will still love the person. Human beings, it's natural that you will evolve and you will change over time. So even though this is a, it's a, it's a more, stuck example, right? Yes, and, a, yeah. and one that you can really physically see, right? The change. But at the end of the day, I think like all of us also, we're not going to be the same people that we are five years from now. Even if that's the case, your partner probably won't, won't be also. So then with this constant change is how do you stay? So that's also the saddest part because it feels to me like like a marriage or what, right? It's just <laughs> how much you can tolerate a person changing that is exactly until you cannot accept anyone and you're just divorced. Oh. That's what a friend said eh. One of my friends said that marriage is tolerating someone till you die. His parents divorced, oh. so like, <laughs> I guess it's probably a bad a bad gauge, lah. But yeah, I disagree. Disagree what? That is tolerating, lah. I think it's being able to roll with the punches and like accepting. Slip. No, it's about <laughs> acknowledging the fact that we are all going to change mm-hmm. and then not being afraid of that change and just moving along with said change. La. And that is just Even the life. terminology also. I don't think mm-hmm. it's tolerating. Yeah. No, but just simply using negative. the term tolerating right, versus accepting, right? Yeah. Like that alone already frames it so... In such a negative Tolerating way. Tolerating is not accepting. La. Tolerating means that actually you cannot, but just wipe it off. Just tahan. Tahan yeah. But yeah, it's but very it's negative. No, but I feel like, I mean, even if you're not married, I feel like it's the same thing. Like you're so deep into a relationship that one day you realize, oh shit, I'm not happy. And then after that, you think back to like, back then we were like this. Back then my partner was like this, but now my partner is like this. And then that comparison is what kills it. Yeah. Yeah. It's gradual, ma, the change, which I agree. So like along the way, like you roll with the punches as you say, but then there's going to come a point where you might feel so unhappy in your relationship. That the person has changed so much from what you fell in love with that now, then break up long. No, so so for your four year long relationship, I mean, whatever lah, for all of you, right? But have you all started to see that change yet or is it still too early? And if you have seen some change, what has it been and how do you like navigate that? I think most of the changes are like so far positive changes. Over the years, I did tell him like, I want to... I want to become like this. I want to have this kind of, this set of mindset. He will try to understand and try to see from my point of view and, and eventually compliment how... So who is he then? What do you mean? Welcome to our new cooking show where two cooks will try to recreate a dish based only on the name. <laughs> oh! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
is black. It smells great. Gastromania. Okay, so the clips that you just saw were from our new game show, Gastromania. And the very first episode is already out on the new food channel. So go and check it out. Leave a comment, like, subscribe. Go, go, go. Based a bit on what you're describing, mm. it sounds like he just changed according to what you... Oh, oh no. As like he worked towards not... what you want to work towards. You know what mm. I mean? So then like, who is he? And like, what, what is it that you love about him besides that he adapts to what you want him to be? And his chest. He lost agency. <laughs> I feel God. like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is shelf therapy time. You see four years, you just want to work it down. Is it? It's not like he's totally lost. Like, it's not like he, he revolves around me kind of thing. Yeah. That's it, it, we, do, we do have conflicts where we just <clears throat> agree to disagree. La. Right, and then we try to compromise, and then see how we can live together with those disagreements. Mm -hmm. Right, as compared to last time when we first started out, right, it's just like I don't like this about you, change it, or like I don't want this, I don't want, I'm going to give up for the longest time, and I'm still struggling now, but much better, right? Is that I have problem with my self worth, and then you think you don't deserve certain things in life. Yes, and I attach it to the wrong things. Okay, but it's just something that I am still figuring out. I cannot fix on Not not something that I can just mm. done. Um, so. What's his name? Oh, Elvin. Elvin? <laughs> we tried, we tried. No, 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 no. I'm not very good with calling names. <laughs> what the? All sorts of excuses exist nowadays. Okay, then. Okay, so Elvin, right, he's like the perfect partner to kind of be my emotional pillar in that sense. To make sure that I don't falter. To make sure that I don't, don't spiral. Spiral, yeah. In our relationship, right, it's more like, uh, you help me with this, right? But I'll help you stay motivated. I'll help you with self-discipline in that sense. Because before me, right, he's not like a go-getter kind of person. He's like the, I just want to live my life and and just pass. But do you think that he became a go-getter because you established that this was someone that you wanted to become in a sense? And mm. then he felt like if your, like, your life path split like that, right, mm. then y'all will not be together and therefore he tries to adhere closer to what you want to be. No, no like, I think a lot. I mean, at the very start, also he did mention he wants to do something. He wants to change. Right. Okay, la, so yeah. he got that push. La. Yeah. So it's not a complete mirroring of... Correct, correct. Maybe it goes down to expectations. Because for me and my partner, I mean, we were friends for a long time before we got together. So I kind of know her personality in that, for example, like... Uh, she's a lot more like of like a homebody. Then she don't really ask people out. Kind most of our friendship, I was like very okay with that because I don't mind being the asker. Like it doesn't hurt me, and I want to go somewhere that I just ask you to come along with me, lor, You know, mm. so it doesn't affect me. But then after getting into a relationship, I realized that my expectations shifted, and then I realized that I'm like sometimes I would think like, hey, I always go over to this person. Like I always go over to her house. But why is it that she never say like, oh, how about like we stay at your house instead? Because I'm as in. Clearly, we are more comfortable in our own homes, ma. Yeah, so then, like, I start having, like, a bit of that conflict. Then mm. recently, like, I think just, like, over the weekend, then I realised that, like, that if I don't initiate a conversation, then she's just on her phone or, like, she... Like, we're doing something together, but we don't talk at all. Then I was, like, thinking, thinking, like, is this a problem? Because to me, it's not say all the time I got stuff to say to you also. But like, you're actively trying I, to... Yeah. So then I communicated that to her. Then I say, like, how come, like, you never start conversation with me, like, over the past two or three days? <laughs> oh, then she don't understand why I was a bit upset about it. Because she feels like she doesn't need to have that pressure with her partner, right? That, like, she has when she goes out with her friends. Then, like, constantly need to think of things to talk about, if not, like, awkward. Mm. So then she's thinking, how come with my partner, I also have to be Initiate. doing this? Yeah. 
So then there was a bit of like, a, we are a bit stuck. But then from the other perspective is that, but shouldn't it come naturally that you want to talk to your partner about things, yeah, right? Yeah, but I also understand like the comfortable silence thing. Like I, I do think we don't need to be talking all the time. Mm. But it's just really, a bit. Like sometimes, sometimes just resting. La. But it feels to me like when this happen over like two, three days, right? Like it's multiple days that is like, I feel like I talk to you. Then once I stop talking, then the conversation kind of ends. Mm. Then I'm like, hey, what's going on? But it was like that. It's actually been like that the entire time. When I think back, it's, it's kind of like that. It feels like my expectation of that changes because I feel like I would expect you to put in more effort as compared to you when in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like you, how you're treating a friendship should not be the same level as how you're treating your relationship. Ma. Yeah, so then we were like, we got into a bit of like a serious discussion over there. I can relate to you, what, what you're talking about because like last time also, I I, I feel like, hey, why are you like not putting in the same amount of effort as me? Ah? Mm. Then right, I do the toxic thing which is I don't communicate. Instead, Aww. right, I test. You retaliate. So like you wait three days, right? Uh, I also, <laughs> I wait one week. <laughs> I see. Then I, got, I collect the evidence. I collect finish you. Right? <laughs> I, I cannot hold it in for long enough to yeah. do that. No, but I feel like the, the, the <laughs> issue is also that sh- we shouldn't be getting upset. Instead, we should yeah. talk about how we feel about this, like how these actions make you feel and why, yeah. and then try to understand it, right? Mm, and yeah. and yeah, like like back then in relationships, the mind is like, I just get unhappier. Yeah. Then okay, I take evidence and I throw your face. And it's then like how, keeping caps. And then also on top of that, right? Like when you bring up the concept of expectations, right? Yeah. Wow, it's such dangerous things yeah expectations of others is a very dangerous thing i feel because like how can you no but how can you not have expectations is it not natural i don't think you should I, have expectations of others yeah. as in, i think it, not having expectations is a thing you actively do yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So then, then you have to be conscious of like whether this is you placing your expectations onto another person mm-hmm. and then being able and then that's why you are upset or is this truly something that you should be upset about? Which is why I feel like sometimes I fall into the trap of thinking that this thing is too petty to bring up. Like if I say this thing now, right, it might sound like it's super petty. No, so, not petty at all. Everything <laughs> is validated. <laughs> he disagree. Because I don't know if I bring it up, it might lead into a fight. That kind of thing. Or if I bring it up, then my partner might think, like, ah, yeah, she got so many expectations of me. Like, it's so difficult, you know? Is it not the way you bring it up, though? Is it not in the sense that I get aggressive in the way that I'm talking? But as I am sharing it, I realize, Jati is something to be upset about. And then, like, internally in my head, it's like <laughs> I, start, I start shutting down and I start stonewalling, you know what I mean? Hey, but I got a solution for you. Thank you. Let's go. Got a solution. Got some days I feel like that. Uh. Then to counter this, I, I don't tell him the issue, but I just say, okay, ask me a question. He said, what question? Then I said, just ask me. Then he'll just ask me some random question. Then we start, start, start. Then I say, okay, so ask cute. me another question. Because oh. I don't want to start the question. Great idea. The reply is, what you want me to ask you? Great idea. But, but I, never <laughs> ask, I never say like, why in that talk? Right. Because mm. I think it's more like accusatory that the person will be like, mm. what do you mean I never talk? No, it works. Yeah, also, after we had that conversation, right? Then like, like when you go and pick up something, then like when you get into the car, then she straight like asked me a question. And then we ended up having quite a like lengthy conversation mm. that led to other 
uh, topics, then an organic conversation. Yeah, from that first uh, question that you had to make the extra effort to think to us. The mm. fear is always there when you raise the thing and then like, obviously this is, we have argued because of this and this is important mm. to you. Yes, I will try. Mm. And then later it falls back into, into natural yeah. state. No, then see that I can do this. Yeah, but okay, it's not a solution. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Alison. But the fear for me was also, as in because this was something that I had been battling in my own mind also, that is it that, oh no, like the fact that I have to think to have something to say to her, right? Does that show that our relationship has stagnated? Mm. Or has it become like, hey, how come I got nothing to naturally want to say to her all the time? You know what I mean? John did yeah. mention one time that after he and Pat like argues, she'll just, after the argument is settled, she'll just take out the, the camera and the phone and then film with a kind of a AAR after action review and like what we learned from it. And yeah, I think that's kind of like, that seems to be the, the right direction. No, I don't think it has to, ha it should happen Literal after the argument. Journaling. I think it's like really that putting in the work daily because you are also trying to monitor your your own thoughts and actions and feelings throughout, mm. regardless of whether there is a spike or there's no spike. So that later on you can look back and you can identify patterns. Yeah, the monitoring your own emotions part very important because, okay, Ooh. I just add a quick point. Because I realized that there was a period of time that how I was feeling at work, right? bled into my relationship. Mm, mm. Mm. As in, not in the sense that I feel angry at work that I come home and beat up my wife. <laughs> kind, <you> know, like, <laughs> Sorry, oh. why did I laugh at that? <laughs> Some people do it, honestly. I get annoyed at work and therefore I feel like when I go back home, I just want to rest, I just want whatever, right? Then I don't have the mood to go and think of like, oh, maybe I can surprise my partner in this way or oh, maybe we should go out for a romantic dinner, that kind of thing. So I think it affected and it's so very important to me, I realized to like keep myself in check and make sure that I am still taking care of my relationship in its own, like as in that I compartmentalize that. Yeah, and not let like my feelings dictate how I am acting towards the people that I love. Oh, mm. Easier said mm. than done though. It is true. Cause it's like I really, really have those feelings sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I think this whole table can feel. No, okay. So if that's the case, right? Then within, in, in all of your relationships, right? Is there something that you all can share about like things that you expect of your partner? But they are not me. I mean, one thing that I feel that has been on my in my mind for I don't know the past boobies. Oh, sorry, sorry. Two months is that I feel like I've, or maybe not just me, but we have been getting like complacent in our marriage. I'm not putting enough effort now. So we've been married two years. Obviously, you're past the honeymoon phase, and so like every day seems like uh, it kind of falls into a routine lah. Mm. I go to work. She goes to work. No, That's no, no. You wake up, you gym, then you masturbate. Then you- <laughs> You know too much about women. <laughs> There's zero denial in that. No. <laughs> we wake up, we go to work, we come home, we walk the dog, we go to sleep. No, where's the sex but part? <laughs> on Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday. Uh, 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 on the day, the I will not say, but- and there's nothing wrong with it. But I remember when we were starting out the honeymoon phase uh -huh. and I would just, like when she's sleeping, I would text her and say like, <laughs> You know, I just really appreciate you. I really want to be on this journey with you of like mm. for my entire life, like and, and things like that, you know, like, like whispering sweet nothings. If I were a TikTok commenter, then I would say if he wanted to, he would. I did what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time. Ah. Yeah. And it feels like it's just a natural progression of marriage. That you that will you stop dating. That you will hit this like routine. Mm -hmm. Because that's what life is. Life is not gonna be fireworks like every day. Most of the time is going to be a routine, things that you've seen before. No, but that both of you are okay with this. Both of you have identified this and are okay with it. I, I haven't talked to her about it actually. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, weird that she has to find out through a podcast. <laughs> oh, you can talk to her before the podcast okay. comes out. No, I, and I probably will talk to her about it like very soon, la, seeing that I am not have a time limit, right? <laughs> the publishing of this podcast. Or oh, why don't you own self change it? Exactly. So I think that it's on me to to put in that level of appreciation that I used to put in. No, but do you think what she has done for you has changed a lot from like back then to like now? I feel like we've both like kind of grown together and it's got the highs and now it's kind of the stagnant. cruise control. Oh, cruise control. <laughs> oh, like We're not going stagnant. Actually, I think, so there's a, um, a psychological theory to this or so. Like you, have you heard of like, you know, the base level of happiness? I think Five. so, but go on. Food, uh. For every one of us, we have a base level of happiness or of any emotion. Mm-hmm. But then, so for example, when we go through a point in our lives where we experience a lot of highs, then we are used to, um, how to say that, spike in emotion. So it creates a, diff- a new base level that is higher than the previous one. And then therefore, when say something bad, bad happens to you that in the past you might not have considered bad, but now because you are used to these spikes, right? That your base level is here. So something that happened here, right? Mm. That used to be above your base level of happiness yeah. is now considered a sad thing to you. That's what so, drugs do to people. All right. A high. The, the, the endorphins. Oh, that's why you the keep need dopamine. That's why you need more ah, and more dopamine, and more. Dopamine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So it feels like you're describing something that's similar. So essentially what a honeymoon phase creates is that spike of happiness that forms a new level of expectation or a base level of spice or of excitement right, in right. your relationship that now that it feels like it might be I don't, the, the big spike is over and then now it feels closer to like, oh, we're stagnant or like, yeah. Yeah. we don't have that same level of ex- excitement as back then when you had a different yeah. base level. So then I think similar to how the happiness things thing works, right, is the acknowledgement of that new yeah. level that has formed and then that conversation of where do we want to go next? Or yeah. like, where do we take this? That's why when I, new relationships, right, I skip the honeymoon phase. I go, I, I, throw in, them. I throw in a few <laughs> fights at the beginning straight away, like make it sound them, feel them serious, then then the happiness level as low as possible. Which is also why then you just put in a bit of effort, you just text one time, then she's like, ah. John Paul is single. <laughs> <laughs> and available. I wonder why. No, but no, which no, is that's what I did. We fought one whole month straight. What's the intention? What, that's what who? Was not intentional. Then there's no plan. No, no but then like, after that, right, we, we've been very, very happy. Yeah, you see her positive change all the way, huh? <laughs> Starting bang. Really? No, yeah. but- <laughs> nothing. Happiness forever. I was joking, but it's no, so sad. Real life example. No, but what, what frustrates me, right, about this whole thing is that the solution is right in front of me and I just haven't done it. Which is? To that, just love yeah. my wife more. It's not hard. Like <laughs> so you cannot love your wife more because it's not hard. <laughs> Why do I bother? Um, no, it's re- it's, it's really the little things. No, but psychologically. No, but psychologically it's harder. <laughs> it's not use that word anymore. No, because now you have formed a new baseline in your relationship that the amount of love will need to be higher than your previous amount of love as compared to when you were in your honeymoon period. That is the difficulty because that, how to say, the now is from like that, right? Then you need to meet a like that. I feel like that is a problem if you aren't aware of it. Yeah. Like if you, you are unconsciously like, why am I not happy when last time we were? And now, I mean, you explained it, somehow in my head, I've had some idea of that. Uh. And I feel- <laughs> All right. And, and when you're aware of it, yeah, just- Put in some more work. 
and it's not very big work. Correct. No, correct. So what used to be like that, right? Can now so be like that and still be happy. Yeah, it's average yeah, yeah. size work. Yeah. <laughs> All I need to do is... <laughs> we are children. <laughs> John Paul is the kind of guy that if you randomly say boobies, right, he'll burst out laughing. I think. It's really like doing the small... <laughs> doing more of the small things. It's really doing more of the small things and like showing appreciation for the mundane. Don't call it the mundane, la, bro. So no, rude. it really is the mundane. The routine is the mundane, and like the routine. This I'm trying to try to power through power this. Power through this. Yeah. I'm on your side, and it's really like but it's I cheap. appreciate you. It's not hard to say. Like once, I feel like once a day. <laughs> once a day. Wait, is this about sex? I'm confused now. It's nothing, <laughs> to, do. Continue. nothing Continue. to do with sex. Nothing to do with sex. Nothing to do with sex. Once a day, what? It's not like we don't say I love you because we do say I love you every day, but it feels like a routine I love you. Mm. Bye, I love you. That's like the the, the full stop to the end it, of a sentence. It feels sentence. like a habit. It feels now. like a habit. What if every day, right, you try to say I love you to her right, in a different language? Then at the <laughs> end, right, you do all languages. You're fucking romantics, yeah. Take a sari es con me, go. But you are putting in that little <laughs> effort to make things fun. You see? Should change things up a bit. Sure. I'm going to start with just a, a meaningful I love you. <laughs> can you demonstrate to yeah, us yeah. Can you do one time like? to the camera? Do a normal one versus like what? a meaningful yeah, yeah, yeah. I love don't you. Don't tell us which one is the meaningful one, which one is the normal. Okay. Then we guess. Hey, I just really want you to know that I love you. Yeah. Okay, cut, yeah, second, okay. Cut, take two. Okay, bye. I'm going for work. Love you. I can Neither. I can hear the, <laughs> I can hear the sad face. In There's no sad face, but- I'm going for work. Wait, you all know which one is the correct one, man? First one, there. The first one is what? It's the meaningful it's one. It's the meaningful one. You don't okay. know. The second <laughs> John is Paul the is single, guys. <laughs> routine one, what. the routine one. Oh, oh okay. That okay. means your love you is like the thank you. Like a bye-bye almost. A bye-bye. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And these are things that <laughs> will- mm. These are the things that will hit in like, I feel like any long relationship because back then you were dating and you weren't living in the same household. And so every meeting is special. Every meeting has to, maybe we go down cause we meet in the middle, that kind of thing. We're doing something because we can't just meet for dinner, right? Okay, like maybe can. But yeah, like most of the, more often than not, there is something going on. You now, should try the six second kiss. Have you heard of it? Mm. You, you kiss for more than six seconds. No, it should be like- <laughs> Essentially every day, you need to kiss your partner for six seconds. In cumulative? No. Oh, no, God no. damn shit. Like one like six second six kiss. Second A long kiss. And then that will make your, that will spice you up. Kiss or make out? At six seconds, I feel like it's a make out. Yeah. Cause kiss here also like- Can be, uh, okay, a short make out. No, I think <laughs> even that also can. Is you just need that intimate physical contact. Yeah, it's that intentional mm. intimacy. But if you do it every day, right, then you're right. It becomes the, a routine. Then you have the problem of the diminishing yeah. effect. Then you change and find something else Maybe do. next day, seven. No, but you see, right, so much of this is the same as everything we do in life, right? You do just do a bit, then you accumulate over time, right? Then you, you, you don't know how it might manifest itself in other ways and give you other yeah, results. Yeah, yeah. It's like the make your bit in the morning kind of advice. Yeah. Mm. Even though it's you are counting the six habit. seconds, but then in other aspects, right? Maybe your partner feels different. Some days you feel different, you know? But okay, I think interesting. Actually, honestly, right? This is why we do this podcast also. Whoa. Like, I think it's the realness of you all being able to open up about your own relationships or us asking questions that we want to ask and then exploring it together. It's so rare that we do like a serious relationship. Okay, so thanks for watching. If you read to Jared or Denise, uh, yeah, cool, whatever. I think Shams also share. <laughs> so if you have any other relationship questions that you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments below. If not, Thanks for watching. See you in the next episode. Bye. If you have advice, let me know.
You think people like balls more than dick? Together, together. No, it's like, it's like, that's it. It's like there's a virgin, but oh, there's boobs also. It's like a bonus, ma. So if there's a dick, oh, there's balls also. It's a bonus, ma. No, man. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's like, it looks hard, but it's soft. I'm so confused, man. <laughs> I'm so, so confused. confused. It's like so lame. I don't know. Why? Okay. The dick is Official lame. statement. Edison yes. thinks balls are lame. <laughs> Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.